O Lord, may the words of my mouth and the meditation of all our hearts be always acceptable in thy sight, our strength and our redeemer. Amen. This is a poem by Rowan Williams. Well, it's actually not by Rowan Williams. It's translated by Rowan Williams from the Welsh by Anne Griffiths. It's called, I Saw Him Standing. Under the dark trees, there he stands. There he stands. Shall he not draw my eyes? I thought I knew a little how he compels beyond all things, but now he stands there in the shadows. It will be, oh, such a daybreak, such bright morning, when I shall wake to see him as he is. He is called Rose of Sharon, for his skin is clear, his skin is flushed with blood, his body lovely and exact. How he compels beyond 10,000 rivals. There he stands, my friend, the friend of guilt and helplessness, to steer my hollow body over the sea. The earth is full of masks and fetishes. What is there here for me? Are these like him? Keep company with him and you will know. No kin, no likeness to those empty eyes. He is stranger to them all, great Jesus. What is there here for me? I know what I have longed for. Him to hold me always. In a few moments time, we will say these words. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth. What do you think you mean when you say those words? You could say, I believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty. What do you mean when you say them? Do you mean, I believe that there is a God? Rather like someone would say, I believe in ghosts. Or, I believe in UFOs. I believe in God. If we go back to the time when the creeds were first written, 1,700 years ago or so, the notion of not believing in God was utterly preposterous. Everyone knew that there were gods or a god. They all needed placating. They needed cajoling. They needed outmaneuvering. They needed manipulating. Somehow or another, these gods that control our fates and all that happens to us need to be, in some way or another, satisfied. 
So no, it's not about believing that there is such a thing as a God. It's something very different. When the creeds were written to say, I believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, or we believe, it was rather like saying, I believe in Rishi Sunak, or I believe in Dominic Raab, or I believe in Keir Starmer, I believe in Donald Trump, I believe in Volodymyr Zelensky. Do you see, I believe in Jesus Christ. I believe in one God, the one God. So no, it's not about believing that this God exists. It's about believing that this God is there for you. We believe in God. We believe and trust in him. You'll notice that when we say the creed, we believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen, that's it. We don't say any more about God the Father. The next bulk of the creed is about Jesus. And there's a very good reason for that. And the reason is that everything that we can know about God, we only know through Jesus. So when we come on to the next section about believing in Jesus, everything we're saying about Jesus, we're saying also about the Father. So we believe in God. That unlike all the other gods that need cajoling and persuading and manipulating and outmaneuvering in order to get through our lives in a reasonable condition, this God is there for us. I believe in one God. Now it starts to get interesting. Why do we believe in this God? In the passage from that wonderful story, The Road to Emmaus, there's a really interesting little phrase right in the middle of it that we sometimes quite easily overlook. It's just this. We had hoped that he was the one to redeem Israel. We had These were disciples that had been with Jesus throughout his ministry. They'd followed him, they'd been with him, they'd experienced the miracles, they'd heard all the teaching, and they believed that he was the one to redeem Israel. They had hoped. But all those hopes had come crashing down because he was handed over to the religious leaders and crucified. The end. That's why the hope was no longer. We had hoped. What's interesting about this 
is that even though they'd been with Jesus for three years, their horizon was always focused on what they thought they knew about this Jesus. And what they thought they knew was that he was the one who was going to rescue them, the people of Israel, from the Romans and set them up once more as a people free to be their own country. That was their hope. That's what they understood the Messiah to be. We had hoped that he was the one to save us, to redeem Israel. And then, of course, they walk with Jesus. And they walk this journey, seven miles, maybe three hours, strolling along. And as they walk, Jesus talks to them. And not until later do we understand or hear that as Jesus talked to them, their hearts burned within them as he spoke. And yet, they didn't recognise him. Their eyes were still closed. They still hadn't grasped what it was all about. Even though Jesus was explaining it to them, even though he was walking beside them, they still didn't see. Their eyes had a veil over them. All they perceived was what they thought they knew. And then it comes. They sit down together, and at the breaking of the bread, their eyes are suddenly opened and the world changes because in that moment all their preconceptions of what they thought they knew are totally blown apart. He has risen. This isn't about redeeming Israel. This is about Redeeming the world, all of creation. This is so much more than we ever imagined. Didn't our hearts burn within us? God is for us. So when we say these words, we believe in one God. That's what we're believing. We're believing that he is there for us. That he will transcend mountains, that he will split the earth open, that he will sunder hell and wipe out death in order to give us life. We believe in God the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth. This is who we believe in. This is the one in whom we trust. This is where our hope lies. And when we see it, when we say those words and let them permeate our beings, our entire existence becomes transformed. We exist then 
in two worlds, as it were, the here and the now and the eternity which we inhabit with our Christ, the one whom we believe in. So no, I don't believe in any of our politicians and to be honest, I don't believe you do either. But we can believe in this Jesus, his Holy Spirit and his Father. Amen.